Welcome to Harvest Valley Worship Center's Sermon of the Week. You can discover more about our church, pastors, and special guests at hvwc.com. We hope that you are blessed by today's message. I love it. I love it. Um, So as far as giving goes, we're not passing the baskets. Right now, you just go and uh, you can put it the offering in the box when you're done with service today. Um, you know, I think it's actually, this is, this is going to be one of those, how many of you know that God's in a process of creating crossovers, like blending things together that normally don't maybe mesh together, but God's making a way for streams to cross that normally would like be in different camps and God's creating a way for uh, things to come together in the body. And I think that um, um, I, when we are, one of the things I realized is that some people have a hard time with, with the larger, uh, like church gatherings like this versus, um, smaller home gatherings. And I think they're both healthy streams that need to kind of learn how to cross together. Well, amen. You know, and, um, one of the benefits of the large institutional gathering or the corporate gathering is pooled resources that often doesn't happen in small home or you know home groups like there's not a massive resources there to go do this big thing and we can come you know but in the in the when we all gather together and we all sew in together there's a little bit more of a pool and i think that god wants the 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 i'll just prophesy something are you guys okay with that the 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 larger gatherings are going to be funding the smaller missions of what's happening in homes. There you go. So just know, like we tithe on every penny that comes into the general fund and the tithe here, we tithe on that to missions. Okay, like, like you need to understand, like, like when you give, it's going out. Okay, we're very focused on that. It's a high priority for our leadership here. So I just wanted to, wanted to just clarify that, add that. I'm excited for Dave Champion to come. He's a good friend. Um, and um, he is, he's going to be sharing what God has done in Pakistan with him. And if you're familiar with a, with a kind of a, what we would call a new apostolic reformation theologian, Harold Eberly, uh, he wrote the book Victorious Eschatology. Um, and he, Harold... Um, invited Dave to come with him to minister to pastors in Pakistan. And he's going to bring to us some of the anointings and gifts that he's been given by going to Pakistan. So on the 20th, be ready to receive because he's going he's to share some things, especially for the women, right? Because that's an oppressive, abusive culture towards women. And there's actually a strength on the women there that the women in, in America need to grab. Okay? So, just, it's going to be very exciting. Okay? All right. You guys ready to get in the Word? All right. If you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Over the next few weeks, we're going to have um, uh, little sermonettes from our MIT group on some of the, uh, some of the um, calling, mission, destiny uh, we've been doing a study through our calling, um, and, and so they've grabbed different passages that resonated with them, and they're going to be sharing those little sermonettes. Um, MIT is our ministers in training 
program, not from Boston, from Sandpoint, okay? So for those of you who are like, yo, they're smart, no. We are just, I mean, maybe, 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 but I'm not going to, I mean, we are not MIT level. Can I just like, like Boston, like, okay. I mean, we got Cal Poly over here, so. Ben shakes his head, so we got, we got smart people, but, um, uh, you know, we are, we're here to develop and grow in our capacity to minister the Word of God and to minister to each other, and so these are people that feel like there's a call of God on their life, and so we're just um, going to throw them on the platform and let them, let them yak at you. It's going to be great. Okay, Acts chapter 10. Um, this is, of course, the whole process of Peter and Cornelius having an encounter with each other ordained by God for the Gentiles to receive salvation that at the time the disciples thought was Jews only. And Peter has a vision, Cornelius sends a delegation, and all of these different things are happening um, and when they finally meet, verse 34 says, Then Peter opened his mouth. Say, open his mouth. Isn't that funny? They could have just said, Peter said. No, he opened his mouth and said, In truth, I perceive that God shows no partiality. But in every nation, whoever fears him and works Righteousness is accepted by him. The word which God sent to the children of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. That word you know, which was proclaimed after the baptism which John preached, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power, who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. I want to stop right there. That's really the focus of the verse, and we're actually going to jump over um, into the Gospels for a moment to look at, at, at what I believe is, is, is a story that Jesus, of Jesus healing someone that I think is really, really important for us today. How many of you have felt oppressed by the enemy in your life? How many of you would, I mean, you, I mean, if you want to raise your hand, great. If you're not comfortable, great. How many of you feel like in the last two weeks there's been a significant pressure in your life where you felt like it was oppression? Significant pressure. You felt like it was something oppressive. Okay. Um, see, Jesus is God. We agree? God, like the dude. He's God. He's God. He's God. Isn't it interesting that it says God anointed Jesus? Jesus didn't need an anointing, right? He's God. Why does it say that God anointed Jesus with, why would Peter say God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and his power? Because Jesus laid down his deity in order to be fully man. He laid down the right that he had as God, even to the point of death. He laid himself down. He laid it down. 
being fully God, he did not think equality with God was something to be grasped, but in humbled himself and made himself of no reputation. Why? So that we would know what it looked like to be anointed by the Holy Spirit. The word anoint means to smear. Smear. It's the Holy Spirit smearing all over. I can't see. My glasses are smeared. Smeared. Isn't that a weird word, smear? If I say it weird enough, it'll, people will hearken to the Lord of the Rings. Like, is he saying schmeagle? You know, like what? Smear. Good. I got a chuckle from John LaPointe. That was good. I mean... Come on, you know, you know I'm hitting on all cylinders if John's giving me a chuckle. Come on now, that's good. <laughs> How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth. Peter's pointing to the humanity of Jesus in this passage. God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power. Do you know what's really interesting? It's like, it's not two separate things. Like the Holy Spirit and power. No, the Holy Spirit is God and power. It's just making the emphasis in the language. He's making the emphasis on this part, this aspect of the Holy Spirit. Because he could have said, he anointed him with the Holy Spirit and comfort. Or the Holy Spirit and teaching, right? Like, it just, he's making an emphasis. It's like, and all these things shall be added unto you. Right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Righteousness isn't above the kingdom, it's just part of the kingdom. Right? So it's just the emphasis on the and is just to add on this aspect of righteousness. Righteousness is an aspect of the kingdom, just like power is an aspect of the Holy Spirit. Are we good? Now, God anointed, smeared, Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all, say all, who were oppressed, say oppressed, by the devil. Whoo! Why? Um, for God was with him. It's a mystery. I don't understand it. Jesus is God, but God was with him when he was a man, anointed and smeared by the Holy Spirit as a man. Notice the language. He doesn't say Jesus, the eternal Messiah. He says Jesus of Nazareth, right? Like he's pointing to his humanity here. Are we seeing this? Now, we know that Jesus told his disciples as we look at this Last Supper, that hey, the works that I do, you're going to do. Be- you're going to do greater works. Isn't it interesting? And we're still trying to get to Jesus' level, much less greater. Amen. Right? Like we, like we need to start as step one, which Jesus says we're going to do greater works than He did. I just want to do what He did. Right? Like I'm good with just doing what He did. Right? 
I just want to encourage you, everything that Jesus did is available to you because the Holy Spirit ascended like a dove upon him and he was anointed by God to do signs, miracles, and wonders as a man who had fully laid down, made himself of no reputation to lay down his deity. I get, this could be, you know, people get concerned around this conversation. Because we, 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 we agree that God is fully, that Jesus is fully God and fully man. We just, we just, because we have a hard time doing what Jesus did, we have a hard time understanding why, why, why is it Jesus went around and healed every single person that he came in contact with, and it doesn't happen for me, so my theology must be wrong, right? We think, oh, I must not understand the scriptures right because my experience isn't giving me that encounter. It's not giving me that. And how many of you know, we do not lower the scripture to our experience. We raise our experience to the level that the scripture says it should be. Say, the Holy Spirit's here to set me free. Come on, say it again. The Holy Spirit's here to set me free. See, the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, is really good that I go to the Father. It's good that me in physical form is no longer here. Why? Because I'm going to send to you the paraclete. I'm going to send to you a partner. I'm going to send to you the comforter, the teacher, and the one who will empower you. I'm going to send power to you. What's the form of power? The Holy Spirit is the power. Turn with me to Luke chapter 13. I want to look at a passage here that I believe is so critical for us today. I believe I've been marinating just saying, Lord, what is it that you want to do? We had this amazing time. Dennis Lee got to speak, and then we had some amazing time praying for healing, seeing people set free, seeing people's bodies healed, like Terry's testimony. I, you know, I believe God wants you whole. He wants you whole. Now, when we're broken, when we're not whole, he's really okay with just being like, well, let me walk with you. Can you find me in this? Can you find me in your brokenness? Because this is where I heal. Can you find my presence when you are experiencing heartache? Right? This is, this is the Father's heart for us. It's not always to make us comfortable, but that we find comfort in him. Some of us get kind of bent out of shape because God wouldn't make me uncomfortable. He loves me. Uh, can't find a scripture for that one. In fact, I got a lot of scriptures saying, count it all joy, my brothers, when you encounter various trials. That means more than one. Various, you give it, wait, wait. You mean God's a suffering capitalist? He's going to give me lots of choices in how to suffer? Various trials? What? 
God understands. The Lord understands that we are living in a world filled with brokenness, filled with pain, filled with heartache, and we do not get to escape those experiences. As Marcia said earlier, it's the scar that becomes your armor. It's the things that God takes you through that gives you authority and anointing to begin to heal other people. Sometimes we are so self-centric in our pain that we never receive the healing because God to use your pain to heal someone else. And as long as the enemy can get us staring at ourselves and our problems and my pain and my issue and me, 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 as long as he can keep that self-focus going, we are ineffective and unproductive in the kingdom. And the enemy calls that oppression because every time it comes up, he hits you with it again. Every time you feel like you're getting a breakthrough, smacks you down with shame again. Hits you with guilt again. Stirs up fear again. Right when you think you're going well, man of God, suddenly you're struggling with lust. Well, you're being oppressed. You're being oppressed. Every time you think you're getting a financial breakthrough, every th- all the money flies out the window, you're being oppressed. Every time you have an opportunity to step into something amazing and new, but it's unfamiliar, and you decide not to do it because the pressure feels too hard, you're being oppressed. Most of us don't know we're oppressed because we've blamed the oppression on that's my personality. We've blamed the oppression on, well, that's just how I do it. No, you're oppressed from the devil. (laughs) Sorry. That might have been a little hard. All right. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope you can receive today. Verse 10, Luke chapter 13. Now he, the he is Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues on the Sabbath. And behold, there was a woman who had a spirit of infirmity 18 years. Say 18 years. Whew. She was bent over and could no, in no way raise herself up. But when Jesus saw her, he called her to him and said to her, Woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. Immediately. But the ruler of the synagogue answered with indignation because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath. And he said to the crowd, there are six days on which men ought to work. Therefore, come and be healed on them. Not on the Sabbath day. That's how he said it. The Lord then answered him and said, Hypocrite, does not each one of you on the Sabbath lose his ox or donkey from the stall and lead it away to water it? So ought not this woman being a daughter of Abraham who Satan has bound, think of it, for 18 years, be loosed from this bond on the Sabbath? 
And when he said these things, all his adversaries were put to shame, and all the multitude rejoiced for all the glorious things that were being done by him. Amen. God wants to lead you to water today. Eighteen years, hunched over, I feel the Spirit of God, hunched over, in pain. It's just who she was. It's just how her life was. She knew no different. You know what's amazing is she still sought God. Where was she? In the synagogue. She was a daughter of Abraham in the synagogue. Seeking God but bent over and crippled. Jesus saw her. He sees you. He sees you. Grant, he sees you. He sees you. He sees you. I love, I love that when we come and draw near to God like this woman in her state, in her condition. She's resigned. She's resigned. It's been 18 years. There's been no change. That thing that's been afflicting you for the last decade, you feel like, I'm just resigned. I don't think I can change. Those life patterns that happen over and over, you don't think you can change it. Ah, I just have my normal job. I don't see any daylight to getting out of debt. You think it's just the way it is. I don't see any way for my physical body to be healed. I've tried everything. I've gone the natural route. I've gone the medical route. Nothing has changed. Can I just tell you that Oppression, you know there's oppression if you have hopelessness around it. So where's the hopelessness? That's where the oppression is. Come on, y'all, just let the Lord work in your own heart, right? Let the Spirit of God, He is here, He is moving. I just, whew. I am so excited because the enemy has been working overtime to keep many of you out of destiny. He's been working overtime for you to believe a lie about who you are. And I'm just telling you, there is a hope and a future for you. Let me, let me go back to the scriptures. Jesus saw her and just simply said, Woman, you are loosed your infirmity. Let me, let, me just, let me just say, Jesus 
told his disciples that whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loosed in heaven. What needed to be loosed? The demonic oppression that was on her life. Well, is that in, on earth? Well, it manifested in that she was crippled over and couldn't stand up straight. That's how what was happening in the spiritual realm manifested in the natural. But when we say, no, you are loosed, we release it in the spirit, and then we see the physical result in the natural. Are you with me? So he says, woman, you are loosed from your infirmity. He laid his hands on her, and immediately she was made straight and glorified God. How many of you know God can do things with a word? Hey, hey, he can do it with a word. He can do it with a word, just one word, right? The, the centurion had great faith because he's like, um, I, I'm a man under authority. I know you just say the word, and it's done. But he didn't do that here, did he? He said, woman, you're loose from your infirmity. And he laid his hands on her. And when he touched her, immediately she was able to stand up straight. That oppression was gone when he touched her. <laughs> you know what's amazing about the touch? Dennis will, Dennis, will, Dennis will tell you, see, sometimes the anointing, you get smeared with the Holy Spirit, and then that, that sticky residue of the Holy Spirit, you just run up and touch somebody, and boom, they got the healing, they're on the floor, <laughs> I don't know how that happens. I was, I was telling some friends this week about the first time I prayed for somebody and they got slain in the Spirit. I didn't, I didn't know it was coming. Didn't have any clue. I wasn't like, I, I just literally grabbed the guy's hands and bam. This is before there was carpet up here and it was a big old thud. He was a big boy too. I didn't even know I needed somebody to catch him. You know, he just hit the ground. At the time, I was struggling with my self-confidence because there was areas in my life where I was feeling like a failure, and I actually attributed in that season that in order for God to use me powerfully, I got to feel like dirt. Yeah, I know, everybody's like, huh? Well, when you're trying to figure out what did I do to make that happen, I'm already down the wrong track. I'm already floating down the wrong mindset. You, you feel me? You're with me? Because it wasn't about me, right? But the anointing was on me for that person. That feels really good to encounter God for me. And I think that we need to have very strong, powerful, private encounters where you are getting smeared with the Holy Spirit. You need to go after him in, your, in the private because then when you get around people, you got something that can rub off. Then when you got, then, then you get, you got the anointing is on you to, to lay hands on the sick and see him healed because you've actually been like, smear me, Holy Spirit. Wreck me today. 
Take me somewhere I've never been before with you today. Don't chase your last encounter. He's got a new one for you. Woo! I, I love that he, he laid his hands on her and immediately, immediately she was made straight. And what did she do? Glorify God, right? Like, what else are you going to do? Like, oh, thanks. Let me get my Uber. I'm going to go home. No, you're going to glorify God. Some of you are afraid to be set free because you can hear the Pharisee in the background just waiting to pounce. You can hear the, the voice of doubt in the back saying, yeah, there's six days to heal. Why you got to heal today? That voice of of accusation in the background saying, you don't deserve that healing. Yeah, no, you don't. You know, like in Christ, he's paid the price for me to be healed. I didn't do anything of value to get the healing. I just believed. That was it. But some of us have, have been used to a naysayer, maybe even in the back of your head, saying, yeah, they prayed for you before and it didn't happen. Whatever those things that are, are rumbling around back there, there's a voice that comes out when God says, I'm going to make you straight. I see you. I'm going to speak to you, say it's loosed. I'm going to put my hand on you. You're going to experience that smearing anointing that was on Jesus. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to experience that. And then you're waiting for the disruption from religion to mess up your healing. You're waiting for the disruption in your finances. It's just like Micah's testimony, like I've been healed and then I fell down and now I'm like, oh no. I'm not healed. No, that's why we say, no, I am healed and I'm grateful for my healing. I'm going to continue to glorify God even when the Pharisee tells me to shut it down. That's your adversary. Your adversary is your guilt. It's your shame. Your adversary is the voice of fear. It's the voice of doubt. It's the potential mocking. It's in your family that's not saved. Right? It's the rebellion that's in your heart. That's your adversary. The pride that says, I know better than anyone else ever about me. No, that's not God. <laughs> Dennis is like, oh, nope, that's not God. That's not God. <laughs> right? Man. Can I, let me, let me just, I love Jesus rejects the hypocrisy of the leader. Makes a very clear example. Like, look, she's a daughter of Abraham. God's going to lead her to water on the Sabbath just like you would an animal. Can I, let me, let's just speak about how precious you are to the Father. You are so precious to God. Jesus uses, and then now, like, he compares us, he compared this woman to a donkey. Because even donkeys need water. 
You are so much more valuable than a donkey. I think some of you actually don't believe it yet. You don't even know it. You're like, well, we'll see. Today's your day. Let me just say, all those adversaries that I mentioned, voices of fear, doubt, mocking, shame, guilt, rebellion, pride, lust, all those adversaries, they're going to be put to shame. Put to shame. That means that they are going to be publicly exposed and made fun of. They're going to be publicly, let me tell you what that means, okay? I'm not saying that the thing that you're afraid of everybody knowing about is going to be like, you know, out there for everybody to see. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that the areas that have held you back in your life, instead of it being something you would have accepted, it is now shameful to you to partner with the adversary. Put to shame. You will no longer partner with the adversary of your soul. It's not part of your personality. Just because you've struggled with it your whole life doesn't mean that that's who God says you are. Again, we have to remember that Jesus gave us an example which we can walk in his steps. Peter says that. And in Acts chapter 10, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. Will you stand with me? Just say, God is with me. Now, I, I am not going to assume that every person here has experienced the Holy Spirit in their life. Many of you have, hallelujah, and you've experienced him and his power. You've experienced the Holy Spirit and his comfort. You've experienced the Holy Spirit and his teaching, and I believe that what God wants to do right now is just fill you with the Holy Spirit. Just fill you with the Holy Spirit. We come to Jesus as broken people. We come to Jesus in our sin. We ask him for forgiveness. We ask him to cleanse us. We ask him to change our heart, to take us from a heart of stone to a heart of flesh. We ask him to come in and become Lord of our life so that we would be free, so that we would no longer be bound, so that every chain would be broken in our lives. We know that before Jesus, our life was not what it should be. And God says, I have a better way for you. Come, repent, come ask forgiveness come find me and then he begins to do the process and even in a moment he makes you right before God you were right before God if you've gone through that process you ask Jesus to forgive you you've asked him into your heart you said Jesus I give you my life I give you every part of who I am you struggle with sexuality issues guess what give it to God He's even God of that. He's even God of your finances. What Have you given it to him? Give it to him. Give it to him. And in that place, 
you should be standing before the Father empty. Waiting for power. So Holy Spirit, come. Come and fill each one of us. Holy Spirit, come. We give you our life. We give you our heart. We give you all that we are. All that we are. Every part of who we are. Every part of who we are. We just give it to you. And we say, God, I am no longer the old man or woman. I've been renewed by your blood. I've been made new by your forgiveness. Holy Spirit, fill me. Ask him. Holy Spirit, please come fill me. Come on, just begin to cry out to the Holy Spirit. Just ask the Holy Spirit to fill you. Holy Spirit, come and fill. Holy Spirit, come and fill. Holy Spirit, come fill. Holy Spirit, come and fill me. Father, there's been areas where we have attached hopelessness. There's been areas where we've felt powerless. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, fill me. Holy Spirit, fill. Thank you, Lord. Spirit, come. If you've identified an area of oppression in your life where you felt oppressed by the enemy, where you feel like it's hopeless, I don't need to know what that is. I don't even want to know what that is. Jesus knows what it is, right? Everything is, is there is nothing hidden from his sight. Everything has been revealed to the Father. He knows. He sees. Okay, there's no surprise. God's not surprised in your area of struggle. He's not surprised in your weakness. He's not surprised by any of that. What, what, I'm, what I would like you to do is if you feel like that oppression has gotten the best of you and you're ready to be empowered, you're ready to shed that off, you're ready for those crooked places to be made straight, I want you to come down here. I'm just going just gonna to lay hands on you and pray for you very quickly. This is not going to be long or drawn out. I'm just going to pray. We're just going to see people free today. We're just going to see people free. Just see people free. Yes, yes, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Freedom. Holy Spirit, come and fill. You're approved. You're approved. You're cleansed. Brand new, brand new, brand new. Spirit of God, come fill. Brand new. Brand new. Spirit of God, come. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, I pray that you would just cover and smear this woman of God. Smear her with the Holy Spirit. Smear her with the Holy Spirit. Father, that she would encounter and feel you in fresh new ways. That she has never encountered you before, God. That she would experience your touch in ways that she's never experienced it before. Father, that you would release fire on her in Jesus name Father everything's at your throne everything's at your feet so do your work Holy Spirit do your work
Amen. Amen. Crooked places straight. Be healed. Be healed. Be healed. You are loosed from your infirmity. You are loosed from your infirmity. Be whole. Be whole. You are loosed. You are loosed. And Jesus, I thank you that that there's not a single aspect that is missing or hidden. Be whole. Be whole. Be whole. Be whole. Hopelessness gone in Jesus' name. Hopelessness gone in Jesus' name. Hopelessness gone in Jesus' name. We rebuke hopelessness and I command hope, arise. Come on, hope, arise. Hope, arise. Hope, arise. Fresh hope. Crooked places made straight. Crooked places made straight. Crooked places made straight. Crooked places made straight. I command healing over you, man of God. Straight. 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 It's straight. Oh, Holy Spirit, come fill this man of God. Oh, man, you're at the beginning of it. You're at the beginning of it. You're not at the end of it. You're at the beginning of it. You're at the beginning of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, I thank you that there is a new season for him to pour out. Pour out, Holy Spirit. Filled. Be filled, woman of God. Be filled with power. Yeah. So the areas where the chaos is like on a, on a, like if you do the lie detector test and you see it going all over the place, I, I just felt like the Lord saying, um, the truth will bring a flat line to the chaos. <sighs> wow. Thank you, Lord. Hope arise. Hope arise. Yes. The anointing, the smearing of the Holy Spirit on you, man of God, on you, man of God. Crooked places made straight. Yes, on you, man of God, hope, hope. Yeah, I feel that. Thank you, God. Thank you for Terry. established your foundations a long time ago. He established the foundation. We keep seeing the Golden Gate Bridge being built. The towers going up. I see all the pieces getting put into place, but the line the lines that actually sustain the suspension bridge, those giant cables, they're slack right now, so I command them to tighten. Stand up. Be the bridge you're called to be. There's no room. There's no room. There's no more room. There's no more room for slack in the line. All in. Hallelujah. Wow. 
Wow, I just command the crooked places straight and authority to be re-released in your lives. Hope, hope, hope. You guys grab hands. crooked places made straight. <laughs> All the places where there has been hopelessness, hope. Father, I pray that they would both begin to imagine what would it look like if woo, woo, if there was hope and hope was achieved, that hope was achieved, what would that feel like? What would that look like? And to begin to dream into that Dream it. Just partner with God in dreaming for your future again. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Yep. I just declare a fresh revelation. Down and through. The Lord's saying down and through. Down and through. Down and through. It's not up and over. It's down and through. And you've always chosen that low road. And God's going to honor that in you, man of God. He's going to honor that. When you, go, when you go down and under, he lifts you up and over. He's the one who takes you to the places that you can get on your own. Hope, 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 hope. All that oppression, gone in Jesus' name. Yep, fire, fire, fire. Yeah, we reject the lie concerning limits on prophecy. Ooh, I just feel the Lord on that. I just, I just say, you're free to prophesy. You're free to prophesy. You're free to prophesy. You're free to prophesy. God has things for you to prophesy, so prophesy. Father, I thank you that you're the God of hope. He's the God of hope. He's the God of hope. Crooked places made straight. Holy Spirit, thank you for what you've been doing this morning and working in us. I thank you that oppression has to leave in Jesus' name. I thank you that we can loose your spirit to move, that, that there is an absolute freedom here that you are no longer bound by hopelessness, by the oppression of the enemy. And Father, I pray that as we leave this place, we would not continue to allow the Pharisee, to allow the naysayer, to allow the hypocrite to speak up anymore. Father, I'm asking right now that every adversary would be put to shame today. And I declare freedom over each one of you by the power of the Holy Spirit and the anointing of God. We thank you, Jesus, for giving us a model to follow in your steps. And we declare that our lives are fully surrendered to you. We withhold nothing from you. Come have your way in us. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If you are feeling hopeless, can I just 
say, talk to somebody. Let them know that you're struggling with it. I don't hide my cell phone number, everybody. I don't hide it. It's right, it's like on all the cards. Just call. Okay? I keep trying to knock down this big sign or whatever it is that says Chris is too busy. Stop it. Call. Okay? Thank you for joining us today. Harvest Valley Worship Center is called to be a refuge for healing and a launch pad for transformation. If this message impacted you today, please let us know in a comment, or you can email us at media at hvwc.com. Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to connecting with you.